Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace upon our lives. We thank you, Father, that you have called us to be with you. And thank you, Lord, that you are opening our eyes every single day to a truth within your word. Every day you are revealing more and more of yourself to us. So that the more we know you, the better our relationship gets with you, the more we have that relationship with you, the more we learn to love you for who you are. Knowing that you love us just the way we are. It never was different. And it never depended, nor does it now depend on our actions. We thank you, Father, for that unchangeable love. We thank you for your mercy that you renew for us every day. And we thank you for all the investment, the deposit that you place upon our life in so many ways. That all that you want is for this life to emerge on top, to be abundant and to be successful, to dominate our circumstances. That no form of wickedness can overpower, subdue, flatten us in any way. We thank you, Lord, for that grace upon our lives. And we thank you, Lord, that you continue to pour your peace and your joy in our hearts every single day, every time we come to you, so that we are able to commune with you, leaving all our baggage outside the door. And you pour in us your wisdom and understanding, your direction for us ahead, your instruction, so that we are able to use it to rise above any situation, like eagles, to fly above the storm. That is what you are doing in us, Father. We thank you. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not know you, with all those that do not want to know you, and with all those that we are lifting up in our prayer this day. We ask for a quickening in their spirits, Father. As we lift them up, we make our prayer in the name of our Father, our King, our Maker, our Creator, the Great I Am, the God who honors faith, the God of hope, the God of patience, the God who is a consuming fire, the Father of lights. And we pray in the name of His Son, Jesus, our foundation, our rock, the door, to the Father, the way, the truth, and the life. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. The word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. That we might be quickened by it. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit that makes that word real to us. So that when we know that truth, then that truth shall set us free. Is the spirit of the living God. The hand of the Father that brought all creation into existence. The Father of all spirits is the seal of the age to come. The scepter of Jesus, the King of kings. The symbol of his power. The one who powered his ministry. And the one who raises us up from the dead now, just like he did Jesus. He gives life to our mortal body that we might be quickened in our spirit. The breath of the Father given to us. His life force placed within our being. Tabernacled within us that we might be walking 
living temples of the Father, where His throne room exists. And then when we partner with Him through our spoken word, we follow that pattern that He used in Genesis chapter 1. The same authority, the same power. We thank you, Father, that you reveal your mysteries to us. We thank you, Lord, that you give and you do not stop giving. You have given us the gift of prayer. You gave us the gift of your word and your spirit. You give us all spiritual gifts in the heavenlies and every physical provision that we might be found lacking nothing. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. For you are worthy of it all. The God who opens all doors and the ones he opens, no one can shut. No man, no spirit. And the doors that he shuts, no one can open. Knowing that not every open door comes from him. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the same blood that has won all victories, the same blood that has paid our price of atonement, the same blood through which we are brought into the kingdom and we receive the gift of salvation through his calling. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy will for these lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters, and any spiritual attacks. I declare divine exemption and I command that angelic protection in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the bar in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. I declare that it will not return to me empty. It shall not fall to the ground unaccomplished but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life on our tongue. Today, I'd like to reflect on what Jesus said in Matthew 11, verse 28. Especially in this Lenten season, that is his call. To each of us, come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened, and I will give you rest. The Amplified Extension Version reads as, Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened, heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Here I am reminded of what David said in Psalm 23. 
about refreshing of the soul, about salvation, about the God of heaven and earth being his shepherd. And we can say that too, the Lord is my shepherd. And we come into that care. God goes on to the extent of saying, come as you are. You don't need to prepare anything. There is, you cannot prepare enough. And don't change anything. Don't wait till it changes and then you will come. That's one of the common tactics the enemy, the devil uses. Where he says, God will never accept you. You are full of guilt and sin. Just make your decision to come. Even if you're covered in sin and shame and guilt, come as is. He does not look at the charges that are laid on you. He only looks at your heart. And if we are repentant and willing to come, all he says is, come back to me with all your heart. That's Joel 2.12. Not half-hearted, not just chasing some benefit or a miracle healing. And then once that healing is done, it's bye-bye. Come back with all your heart. Seek me, not my gifts, nor my favor. Even when you look at when he sent Moses to Pharaoh, to say, let my people go. All he said was, so that they can come out of Egypt and serve me. Not that they can go away and live their own life, enjoying eating, drinking and partying. So that they can come and serve me. All he wants for you is to come to him with all your heart. And just like the prodigal son, he covers us with his robe of righteousness. He puts a ring of authority on your finger as an heir and as a son, a daughter. Sandals on your feet, restoring your respect and honor that you lost to those circumstances, the storms that have challenged you. Things that were taken away from you, he restores. Just like he did for Job. There is no more condemnation for you. That's above all, the most important thing. You see that in Romans 8 verse 1. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So all he says is just come back. But in your coming, come quick. Don't delay. In Psalm 63 verse 1, David said, Early will I seek you. So we need to question ourselves, what am I doing? Now you have a choice. You can either seek him early like David did, or you can exhaust your pride fighting the problem, ending up in shame and despair. You choose one of those. What will you do is a question you need to ask yourself. And then there are those that are so stuck on their pride that they won't even come. They're stuck in pride and in lies, false knowledge about God, about who he is. 
And all he is doing here is he can keep on saying, he will honor your will, but he will keep on saying, come. All he wants for you is to come, taste and see that the Lord is good. For 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 says, I has not seen, nor ear has heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. And the Bible says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11 that he has plans for his people to give them an expected end and plans to prosper them. So all that he is saying this Lenten season to each one of us is that one word, come. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that quickening in our spirits to hear that call and to heed to it. Draw each one near to you, Father, that despite all the wickedness that we may have been party to, that we may have been fooled by and engaged in, Despite all the sinfulness in our lives, Lord, we acknowledge that we are not perfect. We acknowledge we have failed your law there. But you give us your covenants, your systems to rise above them. So that we can come under those covenants and claim the benefits, especially the biggest among all, the blood of Jesus, our atonement. We ask, Lord, for that edification in our spirit today. To have that courage to heed your call and to come. Even if we believe we are already saved. To keep pressing further. To come and come closer. So that our relationship with you grows better. And as you work on our lives more and more. As we press into your word. And to knowing more of your systems. You continue to polish and brighten every aspect of our life to fill it with your light and to rid it of all darkness permanently, irreversibly. Lord, we ask for that boldness in each one as well that is sitting on the fence thinking whether they should or shouldn't. What will others think? What will others say? What will my family think about me? We ask for that spirit of boldness, Lord. Draw them to you. Because your word says, unless you draw them, they cannot come. Open our hearts, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. For all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your ways, and poverty. Systems of wickedness designed to keep your people in subjection and in bondage. All kinds of addictions. All kinds of worldly attachments, Lord. To the extent that you have no place in there. That house is full. Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken in the name of Jesus. I ask for your yoke-breaking anointing, Father. We cover them with the blood of Jesus, the ones that we are praying for now. Especially those in our family and friend circles that are not yet saved. 
we raise them up and we raise our own personal intentions as well in this prayer, Father. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe this prayer is an answered prayer at this altar that you have given us. And you, Holy Spirit, oh God, you do not go back on your word. We come in that confidence and in that faith that heaven and earth can pass, anything can happen. But not a stroke from what is in your word shall fail. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shall 
The scripture that was placed on my heart this morning is from Colossians 2, verses 9 and 10. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, 
and you have come to the fullness of life in him, who is the head of all rule and authority. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Isaiah 41, verse 10, quoted from the Amplified Bible, where it is written, Do not fear anything, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured, I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand, and that is a hand of justice, of power, of victory, of salvation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, by Brother Savio's powerful reflections, by our daily rosary and divine mercy sessions, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions, please share links for your friends and family to join as well. Alternatively, if they can't make it at those times, you can point them to the recordings that are also available on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, and our Spotify podcast channel. We have a second scripture as well that has been shared in the chat. This is from Psalm 1, verses 1 and 2, where it is written, Blessed is a man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his way, he meditates day and night. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Also a reminder about our Bible study session this Friday. The topic is God's system of advantage. This is the fourth part, the concluding part in the series, where we are continuing to learn on how God actually set us up at an advantage over all else on earth. We learned about God's covenants given to man, and we are touching on his kingdom principles designed to provide that edge in any situation. We shall share links for people to join on, our, on all our social media channels and our Telegram group. Please share those and invite your family and friends to join us on Friday. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. Thank God, God bless everyone. everyone.